now I've had the time of my life. No, I never felt this way before. Yes, I swear this is true. And I owe it to you, too. So your your parody was basically changing the last two words of that song to something relating to us. Yeah, that's plenty. That's way more than I do. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I go for is like, I just want to do a little bit better than Jake and then I feel good. Yeah. Go in the corner. That bar is a little low. (laughs) No one puts Ken in a corner. (laughs) Hello, I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Welcome to Bacon Sale and welcome to our anniversary show. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Everybody gets a card. A card? Uh, did you bring us cards? No. Although my, my wife has talked about making bacon cell decals for mugs or for cars. So. She's gone crazy with the printing lately. Really and I has. appreciate that, honestly. Yeah. She made the shirts and she's just got the bug now. But guys, I don't know if you realize this, but as of the recording of the show, mm-hmm. it is our one year anniversary to the day. To the day, really? I actually renewed the podcasting service today wow. this morning yeah no it's it's a big day now when it airs it's gonna be a little bit later but right. still it's the magic of the one year we've had together here at bacon sale one magical year full of fun and merriment and so much money we're rolling it <laughs> <laughs> i mean the money just doesn't stop coming in really it's like please no it's more like, money no listen i don't know if we have a leg to stand on with the money thing because well we did a gofundme to meet an attractive woman we did well can you believe that in our first year of our podcast we met the namesake of our podcast. That's true, just in time. That is amazing. It's an amazing accomplishment. It was like I, th- I believe it was episode three. We talked. Uh, I made some sort of goal about having Kate Beckinsale's cousin on the show or something like that. <laughs> this may have superseded it. She wasn't on the show, this but we have her voice. May have. this may have <laughs> superseded <laughs> meeting Kate Beckinsale's cousin. She's probably really nice. I don't know. So. She probably is. But uh, as promised. Our one-year anniversary show is going to be driven by you, the listener. That's right. And can I just bring it down for a little bit? Can I just, you know, make make it nice? Let's bring it to Barry White. Yeah. (laughs) I want to thank the listener. Uh. I want to thank the listener for listening. Because, frankly, we're obsessed with numbers. We look at the numbers for ratings for the show, and every time we see that one... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one listener <laughs> it keeps us doing the show yeah it's true because uh, i mean this is fun we enjoy doing it but seeing that we're actually getting a good response from the listener makes it even more worth it because i could come in here and just you know rant and rave and eat little caesar's pizza with you guys but which we just did well you did that did. today yeah but also just seeing that people are enjoying it seeing the feedback on facebook or on baconcell.com or on twitter it's just been really fun to know people are out there and listening it really is. It really is. Or people so, coming up to us at Comic-Con or other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I, I would also like to thank you, the listener, for listening. Oh, Jacob, yeah. Jacob, anything you want to say? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. Sure. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, uh, it's, it's really great to, to know people are listening. And, uh, and thanks for the questions, everybody. And yes. So many. Yep. Thousands upon thousands of questions from one person. <laughs> Do we want to tell the story of Bacon Cell before we start? Well, that is one of the questions. There's when a boy Bacon Cell and a girl Bacon Cell <laughs> love each other very much. When Kevin Bacon makes <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. What do you mean the story? Like the the whole like the genesis of this? Yeah. 
Okay, well, there's questions about other podcast options. There's questions about how we first met and how the podcast got started. And so we, kinda, we, we briefly touched on the first episode, but okay, but, uh, but, but, but I think it's I think it's fair to talk about the fact that Bacon Sale, the name, existed uh, long before this podcast did. Because it was a game that Kent and I played. And we've never actually played the game on the show. No, nor should we. Because <laughs> it's a very quiet game. Because it consists of... It's similar to the Six Degrees of Separation of Kevin Bacon, where yes. you try to connect actors through Kevin Bacon. Except it's a much more loose version of... we Kent says an actor, I say an actor. And then we try and connect those two actors using movies. And because it was you know, where our obsession with Kate Beckinsale... And then, of course, you know, Kevin, six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon, it became Bacon Sale. Exactly. So Kent and I would be there sitting at work, and all of a sudden one of us would I am the other and just say, Bacon Sale with a question mark? And then we'd say, yeah. And then one, two, three, we'd both say an actor's name, and then we'd just sit there in silence while working. <laughs> right. <laughs> and try to connect now, Tom Hanks to... Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. And we're not... I don't want to do it right now, although I'm really tempted to do it. So that became, you know, kind of our, <laughs> our word we'd say to each other, and that was kind of the genesis of the name. But uh, is there any other, like, we talked about on the other show. No, I, and, and then we kind of talked about the rest of it where, actually in the last show, where basically Jake was like, we need a name for the show. <laughs> right. And right. I was like, I don't like any name. I don't even want to do a podcast. The podcast I don't know what to do. no name. It took a long time. Like, I mean, we had other names. I'm like, okay, guys, I think we should do a show. We'll call it Alpha wait, Geek. Wait, 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 wait. We can't get it. That's a question. Unless you want to read that question to start off. Well, I mean, we've already started. So read the question. I'll have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the question was essentially, what other names for the podcast did you have before Bacon Sale? No, no, no. I'll get to that one later. I'll get to that one later. <laughs> really? We're going to tease we're that? We're talking about it right now. Well, okay, fine. It's in, it's, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> get right into it. And, and you'll see why we didn't really choose any. And then basically Jake had to convince us that the name that we already were, we were familiar with mm-hmm. was the best. I, I actually was pretty sold on it. It was I think it was you that was really... Yeah, I, I was really hesitant. You were really resistant to it. Yes. I, I remember it the other way around, so maybe... Maybe you just were both resistant to me. <laughs> <laughs> Typically. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. the name is it's weird, right? You don't hear Bacon Sale and think, oh, this must be a pop culture codca- podcast. It used to be. And I did when we first started this podcast, Google Bacon Sale. And it was interesting to me how things would pop up, like, you know, sales on bacon. And then bacon salt kept coming up. And I'm like... Bacon I'm, salt? Bacon salt. What's what's name for bacon flavored salt. Huh. But anyway. All right. So here's, here's some of the other names, right? Well, first, I already said Alpha Geek. That, Alpha was, Geek. that was the original one I wanted. That was the one we all wanted? Except for you didn't really like that one. I wasn't big on Alpha Geek because well, it, it, it actually perfectly. makes sense. Yeah, it, it fits perfectly. You make sense. Oh, oh, oh we're just saying nice things today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's another another one. Well, it, and I want to preface this by saying Jacob actually did send out a survey monkey. To, he pulled the audience. I did with a bunch of different names to see what people liked the most. Well, and because I was pretty sure, because bacon sale is weird as it is, as weird as it is, sticks in your head a little bit, like it always did for me, anyway. And so, like maybe like everyone, a sail made of bacon, yeah, a boat sail, right? I mean, well, everyone loves bacon. It's like bacon, what bacon, bacon, yeah. But it was almost like bacon wrapped Little Caesars pizza. Talking yeah. about it was like uh, that thing you do is like, who are you guys? We're the one eaters. Because anytime <laughs> I'd say bacon sale, people are like, is it bake? And sale, bake and sale, or yeah. bacon sale. Yeah, it just it was yeah. really hard to explain. I think people get it now. One year later, one year later, maybe some of the maybe the listeners got it by now. <laughs> yeah, maybe the very first words out of our mouth on the very first episode was "It's bacon time." <laughs> bacon time. And I was like, great, great. Everyone's gonna think our name is Bacon Time. <laughs> That's really stupid. Go listen. <laughs> kind of stupid. Go back and listen to the first episode. You'll hear it. 
Yeah. All right. So other names that you sent out. Okay. So other names, and this was actually just to prove to these guys that Bacon Sale was a better name. So I, I pulled the audience. I'm which, sure it was. That's why you chose Cool Dude Podcast, which Joel loves when I do. <laughs> like uh, I always use that to settle an argument. I'm like, I'm going to pull the audience. He's like, yeah. Ah, you always go to that. Okay. So uh, Geek Arm Wrestle was one of the options. Why? <laughs> I know, right? Welcome to Geek Arm Wrestle. <laughs> Two guys without biceps and triceps. Uh, the next is a Nerd Face Off. Really? These were really options? These were options. I don't remember those. We could yeah. just use clips from Face Off. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that, that would have worked. Off. Uh, Pop Stud. <laughs> I actually waited. I was, drink. was drinking. <laughs> I just took a drink. Pop Stud. I almost oh, spit all over oh. Joel. This is terrible. It was a bit caffeinated spit, too. Oh. I had to talk to my bishop. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is good. Uh, Fanboy Bull. Was an option as Fan well. Fanboy bull. Fanboy bull. What does that even mean? It sounds like you're just stacking the deck. It really does feel like you like. Yeah. Well, here's bacon sale and a bunch of random options. No, no one's bacon pick. sale sounds <laughs> just as weird. The turd burglar podcast or bacon <laughs> sale? Which one do you like? Uh, Actually, people would have picked this. Wait, the first fan, one. Fanboy bull. Yeah. What fan, does that even mean? Fanboy talk. You know, that's what it means. I, I don't think bull is synonymous for talk. It is synonymous. synonymous. Talking about things that don't matter. That's synonymous. That, it's, it's definitely synonymous for that. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, generic fanboys was the last option. Where was Cool Dude Podcast? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you made up afterwards, making fun of these. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't exist. Alpha Geek was the original I don't know, one. Cool Dude Podcast CDP? That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to CDP. Well, and the only reason Alpha Geek didn't happen is because I couldn't get the domain. I really wanted alphageek.com, and somebody else had that. I'm glad we didn't do Alpha Geek. Yeah, me too. I, I am too, actually. I like that we did Bacon Sale, Kent. They're How am I supposed to touch your hand, hand right now? You did, you did this hold weird. My hand. <laughs> <laughs> hold my hand. High five. All right. Let's go to the next question. Hey, I wish, I, I, wish we, I had that on we video. We got a lot of questions to get through. In fact, we're, we're probably not going to get through all of your questions. We apologize. Yeah, we're let's... trying to cram as many in as we can. And some of the questions uh, Jacob deemed terrible. So, I did. I cut some. <laughs> In all honesty. I'm sure you're not offended. So, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, we don't have enough time. We did get a lot of questions, and I'm yeah. really glad because Kent was worried, and Joel was too, right after for the first... For a while there. Yeah, for the first few days when we announced it, it was like, we have like four questions, guys. Is this going to yep. be okay? But then they came in, and they yeah. came in, I mean, intro. So Yeah. Okay. So, this one's actually for you, Kent. Oh, okay. great. It's the Kent show again. The question <laughs> is... I'll be back here in the corner. <laughs> the question is, I would like to know about the 8-bit music at the end of each pot. Each episode. How do you do it? Where do you find it? What? There's stuff after each episode? I would like to thank the two of you for asking that question. <laughs> it was not us. It was the listener. I'm never quite sure that anyone actually gets to the end. And it's fun because you do a music you do music at the end. Yeah. But then you kind of take clips out of context and put them together at the end, making us sound like we're saying terrible things to one another. Yeah. So terrible and naughty things. It's fun. But go ahead and answer, Kent. You know, so I will go through the show. I usually edit the show the night after we record it because I need to give it some time. I actually hate listening to my own voice. And so editing the show... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> editing the show is kind of painful. Now, when you say editing the show, I want to clarify that we're not like, you know, cutting out large chunks and, and really making it polished because... Here's, here's what I edit out. Um, and... Oh, Yeah. So does that mean you're going to edit out this? Yeah, that whole yeah. Here's what I edit out. Cut. <laughs> and, and it's a lot of this. Stuff like that. Why are you doing that noise? Oh, it's a terrible noise. Stop that. This isn't ASMR, kids. Are, are, are you making kissy lips it, it, it evolved into kissy lips. <laughs> and so I'll Devolved, go, I think, is the word you're looking right. for. Yeah. And so as I'm listening to the show, as I'm editing, I go, oh, okay. 
I need to find a song that relates to either something that we were talking about right. or just is a funny joke. Right. And so I'll just go to YouTube. And I don't want to take the exact song, which I actually used to do. I used to do the Bacon Cell song, and I would try to mix it a little bit better. Right. Now I have about two to three minutes to put in, like, out-of-context conversations. Right. And that's what I do. Or just create your own. Or create my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And we, we do a mic check before the show where we're all testing out our mics. And Jake and I have learned that we shouldn't <laughs> say anything when, J- when he's recording. But you guys always do. Like this one. I even did it this time. I said, I love you, kid. Right at the beginning of the mic check. He just said it again. <laughs> that's two. That's I'm two. using that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I will look for a song that relates to the podcast. And I'll look for an 8-bit version because I don't want to use, you know. You, you just go on YouTube to find that, right? Yes. And they have a whole, they call them chip tunes or 8-bit, but yes. you can find almost any song, an 8-bit version. And if I can't find 8-bit, I'll find like a choir version or yeah. something like that. Well, yeah. I mean, like, and, and I like the jokes you do. For example, with the Twitter one we just did, you did I Will Follow Him. Yes. Because following From Twitter is mm-hmm. funny. And so listen to that. It's, you know, I, it's kind of a labor of love that I'm not sure everyone gets to. But, you know, for me, it's a little... Easter egg or right. something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, and cool. the show needs that. I really, really appreciate. That, I, I that really enjoy the ending. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the Thanks, first guys. Things I yeah, to yeah, we're part. we're grateful, even if nobody else is. <laughs> we so. like it. Yeah. All right. For both of you, what's your favorite horrible movie? Um, I'll go first. Um, I didn't have a chance to look at the, a lot of these in practice, so a lot of these got to be on the fly. But I'm going to say. Well, I, I love Mystery Science Theater 3000, first of all, and so I love all the horrible like werewolf and manos hands of fate and all those terrible movies like that but uh, i was gonna say probably josie and the pussycats is gonna be one of my favorite horrible movies you really like that movie too. i really enjoy it like not even ironically it's really fun to watch and it's i think it was ahead of its time because it's talking a lot about you know marketing and movies and subliminal advertising and things like that and promoting things and but it's very tongue-in-cheek and i thoroughly enjoy it and the music's fun too okay yeah and Rachel yeah. Lee cook is in bed to look at so is it guilty pleasure or just favorite bad movie? It's not. Well, I think it's not really a bad movie. So I guess I'd probably say probably Werewolf by Mystery Science Theater. Okay, that's so terrible, but man, it's so enjoyable. For me, it's The Room. Oh, this yeah. is Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, where he's, he's where he's uh, kidnapped and put in a room. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this the is room the, is my world. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. This movie came out in 2003. This this guy from he says he's American, but he's clearly from Ukraine or something like that. Uh, he it's made. <laughs> He made this movie called The Room, which is essentially a stage play, but done on a larger budget, not much larger. Mm-hmm. And the lines are so bad. The delivery is the worst I've ever seen. And it's so enjoyable. You don't even need Mystery Science Theater to make fun of this movie. It's it's widely thought of as one of the worst movies ever made. Yes. Wow. And, and That's I, quite a title. I yeah. don't like to watch it on my own. The only time I can ever watch it is if I'm introducing someone new to the movie. Right. Just to see the look on their face. There you go. All right. All right. Horrible movies. Next question. <laughs> if you could punch one person in the face, who would it be? Seth MacFarlane. Whoa. Yeah. Seth really? MacFarlane. I hate that guy. You just really? want to punch him in the face. Hate I would him. punch him I, I have right a feeling. in the square, like right in the nose. <laughs> like full on just. <laughs> you know, I get, I get the feeling that Ken actually has a list of people he would like to punch in the face. <laughs> so who's number two, Ken? <laughs> no. Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people on The View, but punching women is not nice. And so. <laughs> Let that be a pull quote. <laughs> or, so, or so your probation officer tells you, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody beats Seth MacFarlane. I think he has ruined animation in a, in a big really? way and comedy. And millennials. Wow. 
I think he's ruined a lot of things. How has he ruined millennials? I think millennials expect easy comedy now. Oh, okay. Like, it's just like, ah, I remember that time when I was writing to David Hasloff, and he was the DeLorean, and Gary Coleman was there, you know. And it's, was that your Peter Griffin? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like Jim a 30s Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Shane. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kanye West on this one. Oh, yeah. I just, just full on, I'd like to punch that guy in the face when he goes on one of his rants about how great he is, because I'll honestly say i really can only name maybe one or two of his songs and i don't think they're that good and yet he thinks he's the greatest thing since anything but he's so talented he's not but he's so talented i listened to one of his songs and i honestly thought is he just playing on a casio with sound effects it was ridiculous it's just art and so you don't understand joel it's one thing to be bad a bad musician but to be and it's another thing to be a bad musician and think you're good it's a completely other thing to be a bad musician think you're good and then like bash on everyone else and think you're the greatest person in the world. Kanye, you're nothing to me. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right, guys. What were the best years for SNL? That's a good question. I think we're going, going to agree on this one. We are. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that right no. now. It never feels like that, honestly. Uh, I don't know if we're going to agree exactly, Kent, because I believe you're going to say the Chris Farley, Mike Myers, David Spade era. 1990 to 93. Which was really good. Is but I am a fan of classic SNL. The Chevy Chase. What's more classic? Oh. Chevy Chase. The classic. Well, I mean. <laughs> you know, original <laughs> cast. I mean, I mean, it's that old. That's kind of classic now, too. I mean, it's like saying classic rock. It's yeah, you 20 years old. Will, Will no, Ferrell's classic yeah, SNL. Yeah, you could. You could. Will Ferrell was a really. He was a good performer, but his surrounding cast wasn't that great. Uh, but I love the original cast. Not the original. Well, the original cast a little bit farther with like Bill Murray and. Uh, uh, I just blanked his name. John. You love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, she was okay on there. But yeah. No, I'm, Jane Curtin, I really like. Gilda Radner. I, I, am a, I am a kind of an SNL hipster in that way because I love those old ones a lot. Eddie Murphy was hilarious, but he was later. But yeah. But I, I do agree that I do enjoy the Chris Farley era as well. I so. mean, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, um, like you said, Chris Farley, David yeah. Spade, Kevin Nealon, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Those were the golden years. Those were. Did you just say Adam Sandler was good? I almost mentioned Rob Schneider, but I purposely did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Opera Man. Opera, Opera Man. I, I, I don't have a beef with Adam Sandler like you do. Kate and I both agree that uh, he's, a, he's a good I'm showing person. him love right here. Okay. I, I've, I've turned around. All right. Fine. All yeah, right. I, I'm with you, Kent, by the way. Nice. All right. Are there any actors or actresses, actresses that will sell you on a movie just because they're in it? Besides Kate Beckinsale. It actually says that in the question, besides Kate. Oh, okay. Can you go first in this one? Edward Norton or Sam Rockwell? Good choices. Yeah, those are. I'd watch both of those. Like, there's, like, Spike Lee's movie, The 25th Hour. Like, I don't care for Spike Lee. I don't think he's that good of a filmmaker. But Edward Norton in The 25th Hour, like, it made me see it, and I liked it because of that. Hmm. Uh, Michael Keaton actually will get me to watch a movie fairly easily. I, I think he's a great actor and I love that he's having kind of this resurgence now. Kate Beckinsale, of course. Uh, Domino Gleason actually has become that new yep. guy. Yep. Really? Wherever Domino Gleason, because I loved about time so much. And then he's popping up in all these movies like Brooklyn and, uh, Star Wars. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. And I'll see these and be like, okay, I'll see this cause he's in it. And I think he's a very good actor. It's a great choice. It is. All right, guys. What are your thoughts? This is, this is the quote. What are your thoughts on food trucks? <laughs> Do you have a favorite? And <laughs> so can, we're getting random and, on this one. Yeah, and That's can fine. I trust a taco stand? Okay, food trucks in general, I think, are way overpriced. Like we went to one of those food truck rallies and it was like the waffle love and the crepes and the whatevers. 
Way overpriced, like carnival prices. What's there. the yeah? What's the deal with that? Like, if I go to a state fair, yes, I expect to expect to pay more for like a food truck. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like in a city center, well, and talking why is about, it cheaper? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, talking I mean, simple economics here. Their overhead is not that big. They're driving a truck for crying out loud and making waffles. Like yep. literally, the overhead is not very big. No. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they're tasty if someone else is paying for them. Uh, I'll eat them on special occasion, or you know, if with my kids or something like that. And street tacos, I believe they asked in that same question. They said, "Are street tacos safe to eat?" Yeah. I can hardly agree. Yes, because we've eaten them and bet them and enjoyed them here on the show. That we do have a few coworkers that got sick. From some taco carts, and this is kind of a sensitive subject, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But no, uh, we used to get them every week. We did. We did. And, and we we try to get them now uh, occasionally. I mean, it's two tacos for a buck uh, right, by, right by our work, and yeah. so that's great stuff. So. And it's funny because they're like 16 kinds of meat in a taco cart, and they're probably all coming from the same crate. Probably. You're <laughs> like, hey, so barbacoa, well, here's, carnitas. But the thing, thing is, I like to live a little dangerously, and that uh, street taco eating gives me that little edge of feeling like I'm a bad boy. <laughs> 30 minutes <laughs> oh, later. Oh, yeah. In the bathroom. <laughs> That's you with hot sauce. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is actually from Abe, the guest on our last show. Woo, Abe! He says, since I've just found out you Joes are 90s music experts. That's relative, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> We're experts. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> we grew up in the 90s and we listened to it. Yeah. Expert. Boom. Yeah. So uh, he says he'd like to know, Pearl Jam or Nirvana? I'm, I'm going to go with Nirvana on this one. Just because I can name more of the songs on Nevermind than I could on any of Pearl Jam's. But I will also admit that I probably now enjoy a lot of Pearl Jam songs more than Nirvana's. In that I skip over a lot of Nirvana's now. But in the time, I was definitely more of a Nirvana fan than a Pearl Jam fan. Would you like to join me in singing Don't Call Me Daughter? Don't call me daughter. Nothing to There was one day where we just talked like Eddie Vedder the entire day. Oh, that was a great day. <laughs> well, we talked about that on a previous episode yeah. where we vettered songs. No, this one's easy. It's Nirvana. Uh, okay. Pearl Jam is good. They're emotional, but I think Pearl Jam is the reason that we had Creed and Nickelback and you name it. Whereas uh, that's Nirvana ridiculous. is the reason we have Foo Fighters. So yes. go Foo Fighters. I think you're both wrong. Well, seriously, it's you guys are way wrong. It's a good thing the show's really about Pearl us. Jam? No, last, as far as last ability goes, like, I don't go back and listen to Nirvana uh, now. Well, I'm sorry Kurt Cobain died, Jacob, so. <laughs> yeah. Last ability didn't go. Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> oh. When's the last time Kurt Cobain put out good music? <laughs> 1993. Well, honestly. Oh, we that, can laugh about this now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably can now, yeah. Honestly, that's part of what bugs me, too. I mean, like. Like, well, I don't want to get into it, honestly, but like, no, leaving, like leaving as he did, like saying, well, I'm at the top of my game. I'm just going to get out now. He was, he was a troubled soul. And I feel like his, his, uh, his death really kind of turned him into a martyr and made him greater than he was because he was a talented musician. He, he kind of brought in the grunge era, but I don't know. If, see, if it kind of did the opposite for me is like, I think it's braver to stick around like Pearl Jam. Keep making music for a couple more I think decades. He actually wrote that in his letter. He said, I don't, I don't want to be like, Eddie I don't want to be like Pearl Jam. <laughs> 2010 <laughs> kind uh, of there. Sort of where, Oh, where can my baby be? Have you heard the original version of that by, by no. the way? No, you should listen to it. It's like a fifties, sixties pop song. And it's like yeah. happy. And it's like, Oh, where, Oh, where can my baby? And we be? basically got a strangling cow voice in the song now. Yeah. Sorry to all the Pearl Jam fans. Even though <laughs> Jeremy spoke <laughs> Notice they're singing all Pearl Jam songs. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What's the best pickup <laughs> lines? 
Best pickup lines? Best yeah. pickup lines. Your lips look wrinkled. May I press them? Yes. That's really good. Oh, uh, yes. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Without being dirty. <laughs> That's normally where Kent goes. I, there was one. Okay. I've never really used a pickup line. The only thing I've ever done, and I've, I've explained this to you guys, is I have this thing called the claw. Where what? Oh, it's here. What is this? If I, if I sit next to a girl, we're watching a movie. I tried this a lot in college. Where I will put out my hand, okay. like upward, and I'll put it in a claw position, hoping, just hoping that maybe they'll look down and be like, "Hey, look at those fingers." My fingers could perfectly interlace with those. What you're saying is you went into the submissive position waiting for the dominant <laughs> female to grab your hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's and, fine. And I tried that a lot. Um, I'm uh, currently over 12. <laughs> and if it, but the thing is, it's a beauty because if they don't grab it, I can put my own hand into the hand and then look over and talk to them oh, like having a conversation. This got really sad. Because <laughs> like, oh, hold my hand, hold it. Okay, I'll hold my own. I once had a girl scoff at me when I put the claw out there. It was in a movie theater, and she goes, why. she goes, hmm. And I was like, ah, just. Want to hold your hand? I'm too scared. This is telling a lot, and I'm going to stop now. No, I had one time. I don't remember what movie it was, but I remember this girl would like. She had her hand. She put her hand on on the the armrest right next to me, and I was like, personal space. I wasn't interested in her, and it like practically ended up like on my knee. Like she wanted to hold my hand, and I was like, I'm not going for this. But she was like, and then she was like leaning over on me. I'm like. Obviously, I'm not picking up on your signals here. I call that the creepy, creeping pinky. Because the pinky kind of just like wanders over. And <laughs> Was that one of your wrestling moves? <laughs> the creeping yeah. pinky. And it kind of brings the rest of the hand over. And then it gets really hot as their hand is on your leg or their arm is on your leg. You've Fa- been there. Fam- family friendly? <laughs> Temperature wise. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> What's happened? Pickup lines. We actually do play a game in QuickWits uh, called Pickup Lines where they give us a random profession and then we have to give the pickup lines for that profession. Nice. Quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, sometimes crosses lines, but yes. quite entertaining. All right. Next question. Uh, it says, we can figure out who your favorite actress is, but who do you think have been some of the most overrated actors, actresses, actresses of their time? You're having a hard time with actresses. I was just thinking that. Like, <laughs> this is the second time now. Are you Sean Connery? Actresses. Uh, uh, okay. And yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. So overrated actors or actresses. Yep. Of I'm all gonna, time. I'm, I'm going to offend some people and I'm going to say Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Dustin Hoffman. Wow. They, those three, and as much as I get them mixed up in my head, because I do... I feel like they got a, lo- a long time pass for what movies they did in the late seventies. Are you early? Are 70s, you saying those 70s. movies aren't good or they're not good in them? I'm saying they're they're okay, but then they're good. You're like, crazy no, they're by good. saying like, they're just okay. No, they're okay. Like yeah. I think out of all of them, like if you're going to say they're okay, you need to no. name better ones. Let's stop. Have Dog Day, Al Pacino and Dog Day Afternoon. He's amazing. That's your opinion? No, it's it's truth. He did is did great. He win best actor for that? I don't know. Then it's not your opinion. <laughs> Uh, Robert De Niro in The Godfather 2. No, and that's the thing. I think The Godfather, I think all Taxi Driver. That's what I'm saying. Those movies gave them a pass for the rest of their lives. No. Then they can do Meet the Parents. Or Jack and Jill. No, I understand where they are now, and they they have a free ride, but they are some of the best. They basically could Mm. could have pulled a Kurt Cobain (laughs) and been the greatest actors of all time. No. Yes. I think Meryl Streep is a better actor than any of those three. Hmm. I would say she's a little overrated. I'd say she's a woman. Actress. That, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad for pointing that out, Jacob. I just want everyone to know that Joel and I do not know what to say. Good job, Jacob, on identifying gender. Oh, you said actor. Yeah. 
Some people do that where they just say actor is kind of the blanket term because it's offensive to call an actress an actress. I'm not offended. A former coworker used to get after me all the time about that. See, and I think Brad Pitt and even George Clooney now are almost like they they had a few good movies. It was like short time spans of Al, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Okay. And now they're just playing themselves. Yeah. There's no, not a lot I, of range. I would concur with that. Although the thing is, George Clooney being George Clooney is pretty entertaining. Well, it's just charming, but that's all it is. I hate charm. Uh, it's <laughs> just a guy on screen. Like, oh, it's George Clooney. What's his character's name? George Clooney. Oh, you just reminded me yeah. of Johnny Depp. We can agree on that one, right? Yes. Overrated. He had so I think much potential back I in the day. I think he's rated now. I, I don't think there's an over in that at all. No, because people still will like, oh, Johnny Depp's in the movie? And I'm yeah, like, it's only the people that are behind who? at this point. Okay. A lot of people. Tim Burton? People that aren't critics. <laughs> yeah, Tim Burton. <laughs> All right. Also, they asked me to respond. Uh, no, they didn't. They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> so Thanks a nice. lot, Joel. Goodness. <laughs> he's, he's still mad about calling Meryl Streep a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Humphrey Bogart was my choice as far as overrated actors. Really? Yeah. The guy that defined a genre? He didn't do anything. He's super boring. No, well, you're wrong, but okay. Yeah, not wrong. You know who's wrong? You. You're who's wrong. Thank you, five-year-old. <laughs> That's my Donald Trump approach. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love this. What's the greatest line in movie history? Oh, man. Kent, Kent was nervous about this one. Still nervous. I have a list of five. Go for it, because uh, just shoot off some, because I can't think of any right now. Do you really want me to? Okay. Yeah. I think one of the most iconic lines from the past 20 years, because we can go back through film history. 20 years. Ooh, you're expanding Okay, there. okay. Uh, All time. <laughs> Up to 1990. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, in film history, there are great lines. There are a lot of great lines, yes. One of my... Okay. Just go for it. You're not... Kent, this isn't written in stone. It's only recorded in digital. <laughs> right. No, that's the thing. I feel like everything I say here is recorded in stone. And that's what's weird. That is weird. The first rule of Fight Club is... Oh, you do not talk about Fight Club. Okay. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. It's a good you line. You hear that it's line, a good line. More than, but honestly, you like, hear that line, you know exactly what movie that's from because it says the name it, Fight Club like it's four from times. Office, it's from Office Space. It's from Office Space, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, also, I also like What We Do in Life Echoes in Eternity from Gladiator. Okay. And that's a good one. Unfortunately, no one can be told what The Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. And the reason I like that line, mm-hmm. like it may not be the most memorable because it's actually a story shift. Like it actually means a lot to the movie because he's talking to, you know, Thomas Anderson saying, right. hey, I could tell you that this isn't a real world, but instead I have to show you. And that's and, what I like about it. It's not just like an iconic line. It's actually a storyline. Well, and I think that's what makes a, a line great is one that you can easily, even if you haven't seen it, you know the movie and kind of the context. And also, it's one that has been parodied or echoed many times since then. Right. Um, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, you're going to need a bigger boat. I love that one. Great yeah, one. That's a good one. Because that is such an understated moment. Because that part, it's Jaws, if you don't know, but that part where the shark comes up freaked me out so bad. And instead of having this big screaming running around the thing, he just kind of, you're going to need a bigger boat. And it's that moment of what we're, what we're dealing with here. That line was ruined for me by Taco Bell and the what? Chihuahua. Because when they were doing all the uh, marketing for Godzilla in 1998... Yeah. He was trying to catch Godzilla, the Chihuahua was, and he goes, I think I need a bigger box. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. Like a $5 um, box. Uh, I think one, a more recent one, Why So Serious, Great. has become just one of those things. And it's become a parody of itself now. But in it, in that time, like when he starts saying, Why So Serious, you're like, what is going to happen? Mm-hmm. I'm panicking here. Um, I'm trying to think of other great lines. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop around once in a while, you'll miss it. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you'll miss it. I botched it, but that's Ferris Bueller. 
I love that line and I love that mentality. Almost any line from Ferris Bueller, almost any John Hughes movie yeah. is full of great quotes. Except for I already forgot the line you just said. So Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop looking around once in a while, you'll miss there it. There you go. You nailed it. Boom. <laughs> Keep that one. Just give you a second chance. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate that. Yeah. So many good ones. Those are some good ones, guys. Actually, those, may, yeah. may the force be with you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. Oh, and how's that for a slice of fried gold? I have to mention that one. Yeah. It's great. Which current late night host is the funniest? Now, we could do, and we are going to do an entire show on this of late night talk so shows. So, should we not rate, do it? But we can give a brief overview. That, yeah, brief. Uh, I feel like the strongest show, strongest late night show on television right now is Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Or the the funniest show. late night host, Joel. The funniest late night host. I think Conan used to be a lot funnier. Uh, I think he's kind of coasting now. And he would have been my number one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Fallon at number one. Fallon's funnier? I think he has more creative ideas and hasn't gotten a rut. Yet. Yeah, you're nuts. We're going to get into this whole thing. <laughs> this will be a good show. If anything, it's a rut. I don't know if you watch Conan much. Yeah, I do. He's still got it. He's got... Oh, did you see the Korea thing? Yes. The North Korea thing was hilarious. He continually does stuff like that, and that is why he is the best late night host. He's good. He's really Easily. good. He's great. Sure can. There's no coasting. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's Coco Coasting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just to uh, help you guys calm down a little bit, what are your favorite board games? <laughs> <laughs> From late night shows to board games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I, I love a good word game like Scategories or Balderdash. I, no one will ever play the movie movies, movie game, movie board games with me, like seen it. No one plays with me either. Oh, oh, we got to mention Time's Up. Yes, Time's Up's great. Kent and I rock. Uh, Team JK does a great job on that game. If you haven't played Time's Up, it's a very fun game. It's like a charades We often game. can't play together because we kill everyone. It's a little unfair because we're pretty awesome at it. Right. Kent, what about some of your favorites? Settlers of Catan. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Super nerdy. For when I'm really bored. <laughs> if you I have, have a lot of time. If you have 45 minutes to an hour and you want to talk about, if you want to make jokes about wood for sheep or does <laughs> anybody got wood? That is family friendly. <laughs> I was really just testing the waters there. <laughs> I know you were. I know. He didn't get anything with the first one, so no, it's why he kept going. But, but no, this is the game where I get super just angry. I'm not very competitive, mm-hmm. except when I'm playing Settlers of Catan. Really gets heated very quickly. Yes, um, and that's a fun one. I actually do like it. But my, it's, my wife is much more analytical game, whereas I'm more word game, so she loves that one too. Hmm. So we'll play it, but I'm not that good at it. Cool. I, I don't like games. I'm not good at. Oh. <laughs> Don't you think Ralph Macchio should be the karate expert in the next Karate Kid reboot? He wasn't that much of a karate expert when he was the karate kid. Well, that's why he should be the expert now. No, but... So we're saying reboot Karate Kid again. Yes. Not with Jaden Smith. Right. And Jackie Chan. What? I know. I know you love that movie. Yeah, and there's no wise old Asian as the expert, right? It'd just be dorky white kid. He's too busy doing... uh, He probably still looks the same age. He's, He's still doing Marvel Zombies. I don't think he needs to go back to a movie career. Here's my pitch. I'm, right. I'm listening. You ready? No. Wait. Last last year we <laughs> saw... I'm not ready. No. Okay, now I'm ready. Last year we saw Creed, where Rocky basically came out of retirement or everything he's involved with and helped Apollo Creed's son you know, yeah. become a near champion. Right. Great movie. Academy Award nominated. Strangely, but yes. We're going to see the same thing with Karate Kid. And this movie will be called Chosen. Nope. It's the son of Chosen, his nemesis in the Karate you Kid 2. You botched that. You had an opportunity and you lost it. What? Well, how did you botch it? Because it needs to be called Daniel's son. Yes. 
Oh, no, that's, that's true. Stu- no, that's he's, stupid. No, he's got you. That's good. <laughs> Daniel's son. Daniel's like son. Like sounds like Daniel's a Hallmark son. Channel. Okay, movie. we'll call it Daniel's son. The Chosen not. with a Z is a way cooler and way more memorable. You're than right. Daniel's it's totally son. hip and extreme. Yeah, when you, when you add that Z, it really makes it cool. <laughs> that's the way the characters. Do. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll call it Daniel's son. Son. <laughs> no, but think about it. Chosen was beaten by Daniel. Right. And so his son is like, well, who's, in the, who's the older man? Karate Kid Two, the the most excellent Karate Kid Two. Bill and Ted's most excellent. He could have killed him. Two. He wanted chosen wanted to die, and so his son has to learn from his father's old nemesis what it's like to become a karate champion. But is he fighting Daniel or is he fighting Daniel's son? No, Daniel doesn't have a son. There's no Daniel. Yeah, son. Daniel's Daniel's <laughs> training him. It's Daniel. Daniel. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Daniel's son. <laughs> This is almost as good as your uh, James Bond pitch. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say. I put a lot of shorter. work into that. Uh, all right, Kent. What's your favorite soda? <laughs> this is a stupid question. It's, is it what, what's Kent's favorite soda or what's our favorite soda? It's just Kent. They're not interested in your favorite soda. Sorry. Joel, Joel, I'd like to ask you, actually. I'm a root beer guy. Root beer? Yeah. A particular kind? Uh, A&W or, or uh, Mug. Not Barks. Not Barks. Not Barks. It has bite. It's sweeter. It's really sweet. Like Barks is overly sweet. Hmm. For me, it's 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 Mountain Dew. I mean, that's no surprise. And now I'm drinking Diet Mountain Dew for obvious reasons. But you know, oh Guarana too. Love a good Guarana. Oh, I hate Guarana. I love Guarana. <laughs> I like saying Guarana. Bon. Yeah, it's fun to say. No, I hate it. It has okay the worst to drink. taste ever. No, it's like it's like carbonated Swedish fish. It's really good. No, it's not. All Stop right. that. I'm gonna try it. All right, here's a question that's only gonna be relevant. It might actually not be relevant anymore now that it was from yesterday. But Funfetti or chocolate? <laughs> I, I like Funfetti cake. In fact, if my wife were to comment on the show, she would say that I request Funfetti cake at almost every birthday. Every That's year. adorable. Really? Like for your birthdays I, oh or your gosh. kids' birthdays? Fun, Funfetti with strawberry frosting. Oh, this year I went chocolate with strawberry frosting. But <laughs> she's like, what kind of cake you want? And Funfetti just, I love that frosting with the little uh, beads so in it. are we going full cake or are we going frosting? Full cake. Huh. Never go full cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go Funfetti too. Yeah. All right. And now, Joel, would you mind explaining to the listener why this question oh, is, that, in that case one, they don't know? It came up because of a viral video where these two brothers uh, pranked their sister who just uh, was on, who just got her wisdom teeth out, and thinking the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse was happening, happening, I can't talk today, by asking her things like, all right, should we, should we save the dog or the cat? And then should we do fun The dog's or already dying. <laughs> she goes, the cat, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's enthusiasm. Uh, <sighs> all right. All right. Thank you, by the way, listener, for, for the questions so far. They've all been very fun. Let's hope they keep going that way. <laughs> right. You might not think so after this one. All right. <laughs> What's your most embarrassing moment? Hmm. I'll go first. Okay. So I'm at Lagoon, and I, I was with my girlfriend, a high school girlfriend at the time. We're standing in line for the terror ride. I, at one point, pulled my arm in my sleeve so I could scratch my back, so I could just put it behind my back and scratch it with, like, my thumb, like... Whatever. I've never heard of such a thing. You never pulled your arm in your sleeve to scratch your back, like from behind? Because I couldn't do it up top. It was down low. Anyway. That's so weird. All you need to know is, all I have no to, idea. All you need to know is you, my arm is in my sleeve. Here, I'll do it for you guys. I'll okay. pull up the microphone. So I'm scratching my back like this. <laughs> I look down, and it, and it looks like I have no arm, and there's no like bulge in the front from where my arm was. So I have this wonderful <laughs> thought of thinking, hey, I'm going to play a joke on my girlfriend here. And so I whipped around on her, and I just start yelling because... That's what I did when I was a teenager. Just be like, you're breaking up with me? Why? Why? Is it because I have one arm? Is that why? Because I can't do a push-up? Is that why? And she's, you know, freaking out like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the funniest man in the world. Why? Why would you do this to me? And then she pounces and covers my mouth and says, Joe, stop. Be quiet and look 
three people behind you. <laughs> oh, no. My stomach drops. I slowly turn, and sure enough, like behind me in line, a couple people. What? This is terrible. There is a, a guy with one arm. I had no idea he was there. There was no way I could have known. But for some reason, the stars aligned and made me into the biggest jerk on the planet. I felt terrible, and that's why I hate Lagoon. <laughs> no guts. <laughs> oh, wait. That was Terror Ride, not Dracula's Castle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Wow, that was great. Thank you. That was so good. That was a great story. It's a, Man, it's mine a, pales in comparison. It's a terrible moment. Yeah, mine is basically like first day of high school. I'm pretty excited. I'm sitting in choir class, and the teacher doesn't know what to do with this yet, so we were watching the stage production of Les Miserables. And the whole time, I'm sitting there going, I feel sick. Oh, I no. feel sick. I got to get out of here. Uh-oh. And it was an hour and a half class, and I'm like, oh, man, I can't make it. I can't make it. And I go ask the teacher in front of this class of 150 people, hey, can, can I go use the bathroom? And she's like, no. Is it an emergency? And I'm like, yeah, I think it is. She's like, you think? Go sit down. And I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. What a jerk. I can wait. I can wait. The teacher, not you. Yeah. <laughs> Three minutes before class ended. You know, (laughs) and I threw up on people around me's legs in their shoes. No, I was on like the second row, and that's on the teacher, man. That is on the teacher. And and how how old were you? I was my first uh, day of high school. Oh no! Oh wow! That's a reputation maker right there. And so, is that why they called you Pukey D? Who told you about that? <laughs> and it was funny because I was like, everyone knows me now. Everyone knows I'm the kid that puked. And I walked through the hallway that day, and I would just see people doing the motion of puking. Oh. And not in my direction because people – I was so forgettable at the right. time. Right. No one actually knew it was me, but they're like – then this kid was like <laughs> – Thankfully, no one remembered it was me because it's first day of high school. You came but... back with your beard shaved the next day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that puke guy was. I shaved my head. I wore oh. glasses. It oh. was the worst. Yeah, public vomit is never. A and and happy apologizing thing. to people that you just puked on <laughs> is so humbling. Oh. Well, you got like vomit dripping from your mouth. You're like, oh. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh. There's one. There's one listener that should not listen to this episode. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. I feel, I feel a little queasy, honestly. Quick, another subject. Not about food. Uh, okay. Who? This is quite a jump. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Batman or Doctor Who? Doctor Who? Batman. Oh, come on, Batman fanboy. I'm the Doctor Who fanboy as well. You know that Doctor Who has defeated better and bigger villains than Batman would be. Doctor Who usually wins by clumsiness or luck or running away. He's clever. He's very clever. Could you imagine Batman with a TARDIS? Because Batman is going to take over the TARDIS. He's not going to take over the TARDIS. Easily. <laughs> Dude, we said Batman could beat the Hulk. And Superman, probably. You, Superman. Said, you said Batman could beat the Hulk, because you say Batman can beat everybody. He could beat... Except the critics. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Batman could beat Doctor Who. Uh, no, we're going to disagree on this no, one. No, look, I mean, what's the sonic screw, screwdriver going to do? Disrupt to, every electronic well, that he has everything. as a gadget? Yeah, everything. Yeah, because screwdriver can do everything. It can disrupt electric components. I'm saying Batman has done the research on this Time Lord that has basically shown up in London every day of the year. No. You know what's going to happen? And he will set up a trap for him. No. And Doctor Who's going to go back to that alley with Thomas and Martha Wayne, save their lives, and then Batman will never be Batman. Whoa. And that's Batman actually is, really good. That is, that is very much That's him. a paradox, though. That's that's an alternate universe. It's, in not, the it's not a fixed point in time. 
Yeah, so that's the thing about Doctor Who. I can do whatever, he's, except when I can't. Okay, he's a Time Lord. He knows what's fixed and what's not. Why am I arguing against you on Doctor Who? I know, this is kind of great. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> that was a good answer, Joel. Thank you. All right. Joel wins. Does O'Doyle really rule? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. Does Billy Madison good at all? That's a Billy Madison reference, I'm not a listener. Billy, I'm not a Billy Madison fan. I was. And I still kind of am, I guess. It's one of his better comedies. I'm not a cocky jerk Adam Sandler fan. Well, what what era? I, I like it when he's nice guy, like Wedding Singer or Mr. Deeds. Well, he's even nice the, even Billy the Madison. Boy. He's kind of a mix in that one. He's kind of, I don't know. I just never, I, everyone loved Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. I never got on that train. I watched them. They were fine, but then I moved on. See, for me, that was the jumping off point from SNL to that role, and so it was perfect. Yeah. And so at the time, I thought that was hilarious. Now, I not, not so it. much now, right. but I mean, at the time when I was, you know, whatever age that was, and don't get wrong, Happy Gilmore are, was hilarious. There are funny moments in it, but I just never thought it was as funny as everyone else did for some reason. When do you record the podcast? Uh, that's that's pretty much it. And where uh, we uh, do we want to expose this kind of secret information? Oh, it's really secret. So people may crash. Actually, I'll just answer that. Okay. Right, I don't answer much here. We record normally. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> <laughs> your wife's gonna be mad at you. Yeah, she is. <laughs> you picked on Jacob again. <laughs> Uh, all right. When do you record your podcast? So it's uh, normally Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, the week before, uh, we have we have quite a few days that we will uh, let Kent do the editing, and mm-hmm. he normally waits till Saturday or Sunday to do the editing, and then right. add the eight bit uh, stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so I mean, generally speaking, we record on on Thursday lunch break. We mm-hmm. all get together in a little room uh, and kind of just record real quick, and then we go back to our regular scheduled work. Yep. And, and then uh, everyone come. You know, as, as we walk out, everyone says. Heard you singing a lot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they're usually talking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All but right. then uh, Ken will edit the show. I'll write the blurb. Uh, we'll talk about a title. And then Kent posts it on Sunday evenings. And I upload it to WordPress. So. Got a name of the game. Yep. That's really, how it goes. It's, that's the boring details of it all. It's not really glorious. We don't meet at the top of Wayne Manor Tower in a secret room. And Soon. Soon. Like year three. When we get the budget. Yeah, probably right. year three. Although I'm still, I, w- I want to get like an old abandoned building so we can get like EVPs as we're recording. Really? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> All right. What movies make you guys cry? Every movie. <laughs> Joel is a crier. No, I am. It's like, it, it really is the, the swelling music and. This, I think this is also another show. Oh, yeah. Well, For yeah. the future. Oh, that's true. But, yeah. Swell, swelling, swelling music and happy moments, actually, more than sad moments, will get me very, very easily. Um, but yeah, just like the one I thought was Homer bound every stupid time. And I talked about that before on another show, but every stupid time shadow comes up over the hill. Gets me. You cried in the room or sorry room. I cried almost the entire movie of room. And wow. the, I'm not like a, I'm like a, you know, vocal out loud cry. It's those silent tears with the, you know, the, the welling. So up. you're not Dawson's Creek. Like, no, no, no. This is kind of, especially my wife's in the room. I'm just like, hold it in. And then tears start flowing out. I'm like, don't look over. And then I'll start to sniff and then I'll look over. She's crying too. So we're good. But, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. you're sensitive. Yeah. You're a nice guy. You're such a Can't, sensitive husband, you know? I, I yeah. am. I am. For me, yeah. it's the never-ending story. Oh, Artex. Yeah. Oh, Artex. Swamps of Sadness. Does I remember bawling when I was a kid you, watching though? that. Would yeah. you still cry at that? Because I'll tell you what, I probably would. <laughs> I watched it probably four years ago, and I still, my chest got, you know, pretty heavy. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is so sad. About, about Time got you too, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. There there are other movies that get me, and then I have to pause the movie and walk away so I don't get emotional. Because <laughs> even if it's just me. Because then he turns into the emotional Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I have no feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Once he starts, he can't stop. That's, that is another, that's another show. Is a, a guy cry movies. I think would be a good one. 
All right. What's everyone's guilty pleasure TV show? I think we can agree on this one. Can we? Yes. The Bachelor. No. Yes. No. I, oh, so you just like that show. You don't think no, it's a guilty pleasure? You watch it. You do no, watch I it. No, I don't. The only one I watched this last season was The Women Tell All. That was the only one I watched. You and I have had several discussions about The Bachelor. Don't back out now. Can't, I've, I can honestly say I've watched one, maybe two seasons in its entire history. That's fully. more than most of the population. And it's because... Oh, sorry, honey. My wife watches it. <laughs> sorry, honey. Not supposed to let other people know. Um, so I'm going to say no because I really don't watch that one very much. Huh. So sorry, Kent. You're, you're hanging out by yourself in this window. Well, I'm just going to say we've, we've talked about it. I think you're trying to protect yourself now. I, I'm I mean, if you say something like Survivor, like that's... That's, that's really all I can think of right now. Because it's not a guilty, guilty I, I am, pleasure. I am a little bit ashamed that three of my favorite shows, Arrow... Uh, not Arrow, but I watch it. Arrow, Flash, Arrow Flash and iZombie are all in the CW. And I don't like that I'm watching all these CW shows because that's just a teeny bopper channel but i enjoy those right i think you're protecting yourself a little bit because it's not like you watch vampire diaries yeah I like don't. those shows are actually i, I okay. gave vampire diaries a shot at the very beginning and then i was like wow this is way too soapy for yeah. me right does supernatural count as a guilty pleasure no okay it is a it is a, a girl it, show but no or <laughs> <laughs> just like, like no don't talk about dean that way yeah, yeah. no I, I can't think of any really i mean survivor is one of those shows people are like oh reality tv i'm like no it's a game show and i'll defend it but right yeah that's i think we should have a reality show uh show yeah i can do up. that so yeah that's not a bad idea let's actually. put that on the list all right so next question other than the kickstarter to meet kate have you been able to monetize the podcast yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah. no not at all no i uh i mean we did kind of mention this earlier with all the bags of money that we were making you know but uh no we are actually we're presently looking for a sponsor actually so yeah, yeah jacob that's jacob's job is kind of the back end looking at the business opportunities and stuff like that but as of now we're still just doing this for fun and we were actually shocked that we got the kickstarter to work that right. was seriously amazing. We're still very, very grateful to we you are. guys. Uh, if you do want to sponsor us, though, uh, send an email to bangsdalepodcast at gmail. So, dot com. And we'll talk. I think they know that part. <laughs> World Wide no, like, Web. www.com. Like being our anniversary show, I feel confident enough to say that we are where we're at in listens. Like, we're ready. We are. We actually are. We have enough yeah. listeners. So. And if we do if we do end up having ads on the show, just know it's just us trying to, to fund things like, you know, our domain and some It really is. It really like is. That. We just want like we're paying for stuff out of pocket and it would be nice not to have However, to do that. However, Disney Cruises and Taco Bell, if you're listening and you want to pay us to do this full time, we'll right. do it. Just throw the money at I us. I will sell out in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to sell out. You you already believe in those things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, <it's> Taco Bell. <laughs> All right. Have you ever given a review that you have later regretted? Yes. Talk about a movie critic. Yep. Time to disclose. In 2012, okay. I, saw, I saw a movie. Man, this is really going back. Yeah. That I gave a pretty positive review to. I think I was caught up in... Oh my gosh. Is this a Marvel movie you gave a high review to? in the hype. Oh dear. And I gave Avengers an A-. minus. <laughs> and i said there this movie has everything a summer movie fan could want true. humor over the top action true, drama true. and true. aliens true thank you joss whedon i have a feeling you'll be directing quite a few more movies i'd be happy if you took on the avengers too i said that in 2012 and i said it's a must see which it is and then i saw it again and i was like i w-. after the child inside you had died Look, after the hype had gone away, because and what I write in this review, because it's it's a positive and negative review, even though it's an A minus, I say 
it paid off. All these crappy movies like Thor and Captain America and Iron Man 2. Iron Man was a good movie, but all those crappy leading up movies actually paid off with the Avengers. Like, they made a team-up movie that worked. And I got caught up in well, they did. the fun. And you had to give them credit for that, No, right? I, and I totally yeah. do. And I, and I would, still. I wouldn't drop it too much, but I was over the top in my praise right here. What and happened? so Who hurt you, Ken? You know, I saw it again, and I it realized you? I realized it's not that fun. It's actually really corny and, and not lasting at all. And so I got, I got tired. Like, it literally took another watch. It was like the Will Smith effect, where every Will Smith movie you really like the first time, and then you see it again, you're like, eh. I'm surprised that's not <laughs> where you're... Every you're... Will Smith movie? That's yeah. a pretty big blanket statement. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Joel? Well, okay. Now, I couldn't really think of one that I, like, completely thought I was wrong about. Because I don't think I've flip-flopped that much on, on many movies I have. But I will admit that I gave an award. <laughs> an award? I, well, on my on my blog that I occasionally update every now and then. I gave I did the top ten countdown of movies I saw in 2012. Whoa, same year. That's bizarre. Okay. And I gave the number one spot. Oh, I remember. I hated you for this. To The Hunger Games. <laughs> oh. It's a terrible movie. And maybe it's just because I've now gone through the series and become completely bored with it. But my number two was Attack the Block. Oh. And awesome. I still love Attack the Block and would watch that any day of the week. I'm not going to do the same with Hunger Games. Oh, I, by I the think... way, Kent, number five was Avengers that year. Yeah. It makes sense. Number six was Dark Knight Rises. I think you were caught up in the fact that it was a book adaptation that was actually okay. Yeah. Like, they did an okay job, even though the whole movie was choppy. You couldn't really see a thing. Yeah. Like, it was serviceable. Well, and I, I went with the math on this, too, because I look... When I, whenever I do my end of year, these are the movies I saw this year and these are the movies I liked, I look almost strictly at the star rating. And this had the highest star rating at the time. I think if I were to watch it again, it would drop and Attack the Block would be number one. So, I'm, I, there's nothing I'm going to reverse, but saying that Hunger Games was my number one movie I watched in 2012... Still doesn't sound quite right to me. Right. And I would drop uh, Avengers from an A- minus to a B. So it's not, it's not huge, but my praise would drop a That's lot. That's pretty huge in your scale. Yeah, in your we, scale. Remember, we fought over The Force Awakens <laughs> being like one letter grade away. Yeah, that's true. You know, like a fraction of a letter grade, actually. Yes. Yeah, A B that to was, a B-. A pretty, minus. Like, a pretty, no, it's only a B-. Minus. We almost ruined the podcast. That was a pretty big question. Don't we have a question about that, actually? About being really angry at each other for something we said on the show? I thought there was some question about that. Oh, yeah, there was. Is that one on there? Let's just do that one because I remember that. Yeah, because I remember there was some where it was like... It, I think the, the question was, have you guys ever really left you know, the podcast and then uh, been genuinely upset at each other? Joel, do you want to go first? Uh, well, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I was going to say I'm, no. I'm, no, I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to find the, uh, the actual question here. Um, I'm using things, but... I remember there were t- there's two podcasts in particular where I walked away going I just need to cool down, <laughs> and one was The Force Awakens because I felt like I was completely ganged up on and just shut down. Like my wife said, you were really upset in that. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that episode, and it took me a long time to actually go back and listen to it. Uh, the other one was the James Bond podcast. Yeah, that one was pretty heavy because I was throwing out ideas, and you two were both saying that is the stupidest thing we've ever heard. We hate your guts. We want to kill your family. <laughs> And I walked away from I James. said that. I Th- did. That part was kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> James Bond was, that was a long time before I could listen to that. Was it because too. I did such a good job in my pitch that you no, got a little I, jealous? Well, I, fe- I fell asleep during your pitch, so I actually got a pretty good nap. No, you didn't. It. You loved it. Who's angry now? <laughs> um, but those, yeah. those are the only two I could think of. Because we, we'll get heated and stuff like that. But the truth is, in the, at the end of the day, we're just arguing about movies. 
and and you know fiction and you know fun stuff like that. So it's it may get you heated up in the moment. Once you cool down, everyone's cool again. So I, that that was my example. Uh, for me, I do have uh, two instances as well. Uh, the first one, I think it was our Age of Ultron review. Where I came out pretty strongly in opposition to the movie, which is funny because I said, I hope Joss Whedon directs Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. And he was like the main problem with the second one. And you guys started bringing in Man of Steel, and you know how passionate I am about Man of Steel. And it wasn't just Joel that was like, Matt, you hate Matt, you're, you like Man of Steel, so I'm going to rip on it. Jake, you actually got involved too. And I was like, <laughs> well, I feel pretty ganged up on. I think, I think what so, we feel ganged up on is a big It, it is. And I, so here. I kind of retaliated, and I walked away just going, bah, ugh, hate those guys for like a day. And so the second one was when we did Rocky Four versus Independence Day for most, <laughs> for most American. That's movie. one of my favorite episodes. It's, no, it's a great episode. But like, basically, I I felt like I had the win in the bag, and your answers were like, you know, stars, America, stripes, America, uh, <laughs> uh, melting pot, America, uh, you know, donuts were made in America, no. America, Morse code, Morse code, oh. America. And I felt so beat down by your reasoning that I was like. Ugh, I don't even care anymore. So, in fact, every fight since I've taken on the Joel, Joel reasoning, as you, have you know, pretty Joel. Yeah, this. yeah, you burnt him on that. He's been ready ever since. No, it's true. And now it's I, Buffy versus X Files, and he's I like, feel, I, "I am ready." I feel bad because I had so much fun in the episode, just goofing around. Yeah, I was like bouncing off the walls, happy, and then I didn't know you were upset. I'm sorry. I, I was Ken. a little upset after, just because I'm like, Ugh, "Are you serious?" It sucks to lose, doesn't it, Ken? Not at all. <laughs> oh, With okay. a really crappy well, reasoning, Morse code, America, most American movie. <laughs> It is the most American movie. If you go back and listen to my argument, you're like, oh, dear. So stupid. All right, guys, I'm stopping you there. Abe actually said Rocky Four is the most American movie. Boxer shorts were better than an American flag. That's how American Rocky... We don't need is to talk a, about Rocky right now. Is that a Freudian right thing there, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. All right. Boxer all right, shorts. All right. Along... I suddenly get that. Because boxers wear them, not in boxer shorts. Oh, you thought he's talking about boxers? No, just making that connection. That's why they That's call why they're called shorts. boxer shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was after the dog. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. No. Uh, Segwaying. Giving time yes. to Jacob to look for the next question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Banter. Just, I was enjoying that. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of the same vein. What's, what's your favorite podcast so far, guys? Our favorite episode? Yeah. Of this podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. That's so tough. Ooh, if the ones that jumped in my head are the most American movie ever. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Psychology of Fear. Was oh, that great. was a good one too. With yeah. Dr. Matt. I liked that one too. Really, really liked that one. I think I'm always going to have to go back. Oh, man. Oh, this is hard because our bracket ones are great. They're all oh, the Heroes bracket and the Villains bracket. The Heroes bracket. bracket part two. Part two, yeah. Was so much fun. And mostly it was fun because Joel and I, we started uniting in a way Reuniting against you, Jake. And it feels <laughs> yeah. so good. And, and you were like, no, I wish you both didn't choose that because no. Yeah. Like that's a bad choice. And it was kind of fun. And some of the options were really hard. Like, like yes. I'd have to pick between you and I'd be like, oh, can we just pause this for a while, guys? Because I have to think about this. Oh, I also really liked the uh, uh, the one where we talked about best pictures. Because to me, that was like something that we did that not a lot of people have done. That was right. like, this is really cool. We did this. By the way, I'm only two away now to getting all the best picture. Yay. So getting there. Also, the first Disney show we did. The Tearing the Disney. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was very, fun, very yeah. fun. Like, we walked away from that episode just smiling. I like the M. Night Shyamalan one, actually, with Emily. That, that was, one was a really great. fun one. Uh, I'm, I'm actually scrolling through a lot of them now. Halloween Candy was fun. Almost yep. everyone. Uh, Fast Food is good. one of our most popular. Fast Food was one of our most popular. And that was a fun one because it was kind of a sleeper hit. We made that just for ourselves, and it turned out everybody was really excited about that one. Yeah. 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 In fact, we're working on another one. And so, yes, look we are. To that. 
Next question. What's your favorite Monty Python movie and why? Uh, I got to go with Holy Grail. I know it's the cliche answer, um, but well, <laughs> Holy, it's hard not to go. Holy with Grail that. is one of the cleaner ones too. Um, but there's some great songs in the other ones. But I really like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It was a big part of my childhood. I may or may not have reenacted it in an assembly in junior high. I was asked to do it, but I, I just have a place in my heart for Monty Python. Let me ask you a question though: if uh, if you could choose like a favorite Monty Python bit, like from anywhere, would it still be Holy Grail or would it be something else? I really like the Dead Parrot skit. That's my favorite. I love the Dead that Parrot skit. That is my skit. favorite, it's yeah. That, we had tapes of Monty Python and stuff like that, and the dead, the, the uh, also having an argument, paying to have an argument was really funny. Yes, yes, that's a good one, so, too. Kent, this, oh. this is pre-1980, so... I don't care for Monty <laughs> Python. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Is was, it because... Well, you don't I like comedy. One, I was one of the last of my friends to see The Holy Grail. And basically everyone I went... or the actual Holy Grail? Both. <laughs> All his friends have seen it. It was me, Sean Connery, Harrison Ford. Don't cross the seal, kid. Yes. Uh, and everyone ruined this movie by quoting it before I ever saw it. Isn't that I the knew, worst? I knew that was going to kill yeah. you for it because you're not a fan of straightforward comedies and you're not a fan of a quotable, quotable stuff. movies. And so that really ruined it for me. I enjoy, I enjoy Life of Brian. Okay. It gets a little weird, obviously. Yeah. But... Kind of, kind of clever. I, I do like the sketch stuff more than I like the movies. Okay, because it's not as quoted. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we got a lot to hop through and not a lot of time left. Yep, that's what we have. So I'm gonna go to this. You, you, one. You, I was gonna say, Ken and I can hold ourselves to brief answers if you want to just jump through a bunch of them. We'll be good. You know, it's kind of hard because, like, here's here's a question: like, how long is your list of potential episodes, and what is your process for selecting topics to talk about? I thought that was a good question. That's a very good question. Yeah, that's, that's a really quick. Uh, we have a list on Facebook just uh, for our group. Yeah, we have a little secret group, and it's probably forty shows that we have ideas for, but they're not quite. They, they haven't been good enough to make full shows yet. Yeah, yeah. or formed, like it, yeah. like it sounds good one week, and then two weeks later we're like, meh. And yeah. so if we could find a good twist on the show, because every week we want to do something different. We don't want to do a, a ranking list every week. We don't yeah. want to do a guest every yeah. week. And we also, we want it to be organic as well. So if these guys are talking about something, like I try and make that the topic. You, I don't know how many times can I heard a conversation, Jacob will run up and be like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. They're like, okay, that's what we're talking about. Because if you guys don't naturally want to talk about it, then it's going to feel forced and artificial, yeah. and it shouldn't. And we usually pick the topic based on what's going on right now whether that be you know the finale of a tv show or a new movie coming out or, or the batman superman reviews i was really fired up about rotten tomatoes yeah. I'm like can we just talk about this yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly why we did that we yeah. let you rant and rant and rant <laughs> and people talk about me <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we try to make it relevant it, it, but at the same time you could listen to any of our shows at any point except for the reviews like bacon bits they can be a little dated yeah you know, if you listen to them later. Most but of them are evergreen, though. I mean, I that's mean, what we try for. Largely, yes. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, more fast answers. Which Batmobile would you rather have? Tim Burton's. I want Tim Burton's Batmobile. Tell me why. I don't care about short answers. I Tell just, me why. It looks good. It, it looks good, but it's like 0% functionality. What are you talking about? Dude. It can shoot, first of all. It can drop bombs. If, it can blast off the sights so you can go through skinny things. It can go up walls. It could even drive over a curb. Like, it's so low to the ground, it would just go, high-centered, and he'd be like, Hey, uh, Nolan Fanboy, what's your favorite? The Tumblr. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Does it come in black? I don't want a long answer. The I Tumblr to- has a bat pod in the Tumblr. <laughs> that is the coolest vehicle ever. Driving on rooftops, it is so cool. It's really cool. I have no problem with any of the Batmobiles. No, I mean, and I like Burton's as well. It is very iconic. I just think functionality, 0%. What about it's- Snyder's? 
No, I like Snyder's too. It's fine. But yeah. it, that's what I'm saying is the, the Burton one is the one in the animated series. It's the same type of like one. The stretch, I, the stretch one. I just yeah. love the look of it. So yeah. very intimidating. Okay, so same type of question, but uh, which Batman suit? Easy, Dark Knight. Nope, I'm gonna have to go for uh, Michael Keaton. I don't care about neck neck turning. <laughs> you can't even move in that suit. I love the iconic yellow symbol. I love that look. That's it's a great look. But you can't move. I'm not fighting crime it's, in this can. I'm just wearing it. No, it's 40 pounds. It's, <laughs> I'm hanging around the house eating Cheetos. I want to wear the Tim Burton suit. Michael Keaton suit. That's so good. You're just sitting in this sweaty 40-pound rubber suit. Are you going to fight? You're going to wear hockey pads and fight crime? Oh, They're not hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey I'm pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. But his cape, you can actually glide in. It's not just this canopy or whatever. You glide in the bam, in the Tim Burton ones. Come he on. jumps off so many buildings. Come on. In fact, he used his cape better. 40 pounds the, of rubber. No, he used his cape better in the, Tim Bur- in the Tim Burton ones than he did in The Dark Knight when he falls 40 stories and lands on a car and he's okay. Remember in the Batman, Batman Begins, though? And he's gliding? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. It was awesome. Arkham Asylum? Great game. <laughs> All right. Okay. And, uh, okay. and Batman's girlfriend, which one would you choose? Ooh. Michelle Pfeiffer. Because you're kind of like Kim Basinger, you know, like, oh, maybe Vicky Vell, maybe Nicole can choose, Kidman can back in the day. McPherson from Batman and Robin? Yeah, sure, if you want. Yeah. yeah. Forgettable. No, but yeah. it'd probably be Michelle Pfeiffer. Easily. I was, th- I was thinking Kim Basinger maybe, but Michelle Pfeiffer, that's the winner right there. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, next question is actually from Joel's wife. I'm curious. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, since we haven't given anyone else a, who's a question from. No, I think it's fun. Uh, I mean, it's not like we don't have plenty of other questions. I, right. I'm curious as to when Kent sleeps and how much sleep he gets. Because she's stalking you. Yeah. He's involved <laughs> in so much stuff, exclamation point. This is the question. And the question, what I get this question is, a lot. And it comes from me usually. I'm like, when do you sleep? Because that comes from my wife. When do you sleep, Kent? I do sleep. Uh, you know, for, for those, everyone knows, I'm involved with podbash.com, the Radio Ronin show. Media hussy! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just like doing stuff Family for free. Friendly, Joel. Let's be honest. Hussy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we record really late at night, like sometimes at midnight. And so I will leave there. It's like 30-minute drive to my house. I get probably home at sometimes after 3, like quite often after 3. Man. Like last night. 345. And right. It's really, really stupid. And then I get, you know, five hours of sleep. I'm pretty good after that. Uh, Well, it's just amazing to me that you're doing this podcast, the other podcast, all the movie screenings, K Jazz. You also have a wife and a couple kids. Right. And you're still able to do all that. How do you do it all, Kent? I know. Well, and he always finds time to give me foot rubs. Thanks, Kent. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Is that why he said I loved you at the beginning of the show? <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just something I got to fit in because this, this is my passion. Just, I don't know if it's attention or if it's just kind of broadcasting my opinion or mm-hmm. trying to, to be funny for people or whatever, but I really enjoy it. So it's, it's, it's kind of your fuel, it's right? It's not a sacrifice I mean, for yeah. me at all. But, I mean, do you generally get like between four and five hours of sleep on your Five day? to six. Okay. Yeah. Because still, even if I'm not recording anything, I'm watching TV till pretty late too. Like it's really dumb. I'm a night owl. Ten o'clock, I get my second wind, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm good." And your family comes in. (laughs) No, seriously, it's. (laughs) I mean, like I have like what two. If I'm not podcasting on TV, I'm watching TV. Well, one to two screenings a week, and so every other night, you know, up until like kids go to bed and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. is with them. So, strangely, it all fits in plus work. It's impressive. But yeah, I'm probably not healthy in terms but of sleep. But sleep is where it gets sacrificed. Hence, my favorite drink is Mountain Dew. <laughs> Brought to yep. you by right. Mountain Dew. All right, who do you think is richer? Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark, or Oliver Queen? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. 
I think he's got the most really? sustainable income because if you've seen Batman's Mansion, kind of run down. <laughs> it's classic. And Oliver Queen, he well, he lost most of his money. So, like in every season, spoilers. Yeah, it's it's Tony Stark. He's got the tech. Yeah. I, I didn't expect you guys to just, like, agree so quickly. That I was weird. I've, I've seen a few infographics that yeah. say the same thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. All Even right. though I do think he's the poor man's Batman. I'll say that. He's the richer man, the but poor he's the poor man's, man's Batman. The poor man's Batman is the richer Batman? doesn't make sense. It's Marvel's knockoff of Batman. Uh, well, they're both knockoffs of Zorro, so Zorro wins. <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I think Zorro just trumped you. <laughs> yep. Stupid. No, every, every, I've, I've heard that argument a dozen times where, like, you know, Iron Man is just Batman in the Marvel Universe, and it's like, well, Zorro... So what you're saying is John Carter is the best hero of all because he's one of the original heroes. No, because I he, knew you love John Carter. No, because he did not... Oh, on, okay. If, if, if it's influential, <laughs> it's the best one. Yeah, because I love that part in, in John Carter when he puts on a mask and becomes a vigilante, and then he's a millionaire playboy by day and a vigilante by night, because that happens. Oh, no, wait. He just jumps really but, high. But you, you do like John Carter more than Star Wars, though. That's what you've said. Because when did I say that? It yeah, influenced everything that? that happened in Star Wars. If we're saying what Well, we're talking about the movie or we're talking about the book? Because I'm pretty sure John Carter, the movie, didn't influence anyone except for vomiters in choir classes. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was lame is. <laughs> that was great. Uh, At the end of the day. <laughs> do you hear the people sing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got a question about what's on your bucket list. So if you want to name just a couple of things real fast. I want to visit Ireland and Scotland. Um, Travel. That's going to be my thing. Australia, another place I want to go, as long as it doesn't kill me. The last thing I'll ever do. Because everything can kill you in Australia. Like this will be, yeah, you're right. The last thing I'll I'll ever do, and this is the last thing I'll obviously on my bucket list, is to go to South Africa, right, right off the coast. South Africa. South Africa. And I will get into a shark cage. Because they have giant great white sharks there. You want to dive with sharks? Yes. It is the the scariest thing I could possibly imagine. If you listen to the Dr. Matt show, yes. you know. And I want to be face-to-face with a great white, which then, at that point, I'll have, a, the lips. No, no, I'll have a heart attack in the water, <laughs> and then I'll be just kind of be floating. And basically, they'll rip me apart like my arm will float outside the cage. What and, the uh, heck is this because fetish? No, it's not a fetish. No, this it's, is, it's a death wish. <laughs> this is the way I will die. This is the way I'll die. It'll be a great white shark. I would like to do it while embracing my wife and children and, uh, you know, saying oh, my goodbyes I, to them. But... I love the notebook, too. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the notebook. I'm just saying you're it's like... It's just so sweet and perfect, Joel. Goodbye, wife and kids. I'm going off to die in South Africa. <laughs> kind of. Have them bury my wedding ring and maybe some shark poop. <laughs> <laughs> do sharks poop? They better. Was <laughs> uh, it the constipated shark? Oh, that's great, why he's so great mad. Great band name, <laughs> constipated shark. All right, what's your favorite police academy movie? Four. Citizen, Four. Citizens, Citizens on, on Patrol. Patrol. Yes. <laughs> I watched that movie like zero percent on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I watched like eight times when I was a kid. Oh, I did too. Wow. Well, that was one of the first PG thirteen ones too, or yeah. PG ones, and so they made it much more family friendly near the end. But that was the one I watched a lot. All right, Mary Kiss Kill. Mary Kiss Kill. Lagoon, Disneyland, Universal Studios. Uh, I'm, I'm going to marry Disneyland because it it, it's a big park. I'll, find, I'll have plenty of time to spend with it. It's a Universal Studios. Big woman. It's <laughs> a big just, woman. <laughs> plenty of time <laughs> to spend time Mary, with it. Uh, so Mary Disneyland Kiss is going to be Universal Studios because I just want to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And I actually do really enjoy the movie stuff from Universal Studios. And I'd kill Lagoon. Wow. I worked at Lagoon for like four years. Why do you think I'm killing it? Because I worked there? It's got the stench of done all over it. 
That's really mean. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. So you just, the, the thing you just said is really mean. It's not really the mean. The stench of done is all over it, so it must be taken out. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, that's actually a thing he just says all the time. <laughs> that's why he's always trying to throw away your crap. Exterminate. That's why. Yeah. Uh, I would kill Lagoon as well. And oh, get after me. Mother, <laughs> mother Tree's getting after me over here. <laughs> I would marry Disneyland because it's it's the happiest place on earth. But the, the sexier park is Six Flags. That's disgusting. It is. I mean, Six Flags is sexier park? Yeah, because the roller coasters like that you the roller coasters are actually quite fun. That makes them sexier? Yes. No, so Six it's Flags a, is, the, is like the trailer trash of all no, parks. No, it's okay. Only thugs go there, but the, the Wait, coasters are awesome. What are you talking about Six Flags? You're talking about Universal. No, he said Six Flags. Oh, that's what I meant. Universal. Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. Whoa, you got Universal. You got Six Flags in the mind, huh? <laughs> Six Flags is sexy. <laughs> Universal, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. so we agree. All right, I'm going to go to one I say for the end. It's kind of a long question. Is the listener wanting to know what are your really, I mean, what's really your favorite movies? And here's the scenario. You're trapped in the room from Room for the next five years. <laughs> oh. Okay, now someone's given you. Minus the kid, 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 it says minus the kid, <laughs> creepy kidnapper and the ponytailed kid. Yeah, someone was kind enough to give you a 65-inch TV and a Blu-ray player and a recliner. What three movies would you bring into the room? Um, now, are these favorite movies? Because I think there's a difference between, like, Desert Island movies and favorite. It, really? it, it, no, this is, this is I mean, the, well, the question, the question is, answers it itself. You're, like, in, you're in the room. Mm-hmm. What three movies do you bring? Because I would bring in different stuff. Like, my three, f- three favorite movies are dramas, but I'm not going to only watch drama for the next five years. Like, I need a comedy in there. I need, some like, an action movie in there somewhere. And so. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So mine are not my favorite movies, but they're definitely in my top 20. Captain Disclaimer to the rescue. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so my movies would be Inception, Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. and Aladdin. Fellowship, not Two Towers. Huh? Fellowship's not even my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. Really? But the way it starts, it's just kind of fun. It's fanciful. And I think it, it does a lot to just you know, describe the world of Lord of the Rings. And I would want the extended edition, of course. Aladdin would be my movie. Yeah. Just for the comedy. I, I just, I, I think you need a little bit of animation too. It's, well, I mean, I'd probably just be talking to myself and saying things in genie lines after a while. And Inception, <laughs> just because every time I watch it, I get a little bit more. And so I could watch that for the next five years. Yeah. Ad nauseum. <laughs> cool. Joel? Um, Those are good choices. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Annihilation, Annihilation, okay, okay. Uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, and no, if so I, it's the torture chamber. Yeah, then. So if I had those in there, I would kill myself. Uh, no, I would say it's got to be Shaun of the Dead. I, I can watch that one over and over again mm-hmm. without getting tired of it. Uh, probably Moulin Rouge. Once again, I can put that one at any time and enjoy it. And it's a different type. I'm going with the same thing, like a right. different type of movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like a horror comedy, a musical, and then. Oh, I'll have to go with Jesus. This is difficult. It is picking this final movie. I'm going to have to pick Slumdog Millionaire. Is your heart behind it? It is because I, that's a movie that make, that would uplift me and help me feel good, and I need that in that situation. And then you could do a little personal Jai Ho after oh, a little I'll, dance I'll session, choreograph and everything. Yeah, it's going to be great. But yeah, Jake, do you have so, choices? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I would choose. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is another good one. That is a good one. I would, I would There's choose... a lot of good movies. I mean, it's like, which <laughs> yeah. three would you choose? Yeah, these are the three that have to... It's like... a really weird kidnapper, by the way. 
<laughs> gives you movies. Yeah. I, I know you love a few things. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is like the next uh, Saw or something. No. Uh, okay. No, Wanna I would play choose... a game you'll kind of like. <laughs> sure. I would choose The Great Escape, uh, which is, I mean, really old. It's a very appropriate movie to watch when you're in prison. It really is, actually. It really is. Like, Hopefully there's a barbed wire fence no, you can would, crash your yeah, motorcycle into. You have a baseball as well. Right. It would give me hope. It would. It would give me hope. Plus, I love that movie. And I didn't know you were inspiring. such a fan of that movie. That's a great movie. No, great I, movie. I, just, I didn't know you were a fan of that movie. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Man for All Seasons. And then I'm going to go with good. Kent. You need something to sleep by. You need, that's good. Man that for All Seasons will help you sleep. And Aladdin, right? And Aladdin. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Aladdin's a good one. And Lion King. Oh, that would have been a good one, too. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good movies out there, Joel. Yeah, there are. All right, now if you guys can't answer, there's a follow up to this. Okay, which is you can take three TV shows as well. Dang it! I'll go. I really should. So, look, yeah, I'll think about it. I'll take a while so you can think. Thank you. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Good choice. I've seen it twice through, and I'm excited to watch it again. It, and it would really fill in the comedy gap as well because you know you right. could watch Breaking Bad all day long and then. You'll go a little crazy, mm-hmm. but it, it's Buffy. It's got comedy. It's got action. It's got a little bit of drama as well. The Twilight Zone. Oh, second one. Yeah. Wow. I mean, how many seasons is that? Too? It's uh, five or six seasons altogether. And some are 30 minute episodes. Some are an hour long. And I just, you know, that's, they're just so different and they're different stories. So that'd be good to take you out of your environment a little bit. Right. And yeah. I, plus I'd be living in the, in my own Twilight Zone sort of story yeah, in this yeah. situation. <laughs> and then the last one, I'm kind of going for a gimme here because it's really hard to choose. Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Like, it's it's a show I've once again seen twice through of, of the seasons they've come out with. And it's it's got a lot of the edge that I think you may need if you're in a room. <laughs> Probably so. That makes sense. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, make that joke. No, make that joke. No, I don't think I'll make that joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, maybe Joel's ready. That's a little weird. <laughs> well, the, prob- the problem is, is that I have... Uh, a lot of these TV shows that I love are short-lived, but I'm going to have to go with them because I can't think of anything else. We'll Can I say time. one? Sure. Pushing Daisies? Yes. It's only two seasons. It's two seasons, but it is so like beautiful and happy, and I just love it, and clever comedy and, and witty banter. I really enjoyed that one, so I'm going to have to say Pushing Daisies is one of them. And then I'm debating between, well, okay, X-Files is going to be another one. Because that's a long series. Ten seasons now. Ups and downs, funny shows, mm-hmm. uh, serious shows, a whole mythology I could study in depth the entire time. And the third one, and this is going to sound weird. Stargate, and, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's The Bachelor. <laughs> yes, I knew it. No, it, it's probably going to be Malcolm in the Middle. Really? Well, it's Malcolm in the Middle or Wings. Because those are two comedies that have kind of shaped my sense of humor. And I own, I own uh, one season of Malcolm Middle because that's pretty much all they released before they went streaming. And then I own almost all the seasons of Wings, too. And it was funny to watch Wings, which is a 90s comedy about an airport. It wasn't that critically acclaimed, but I really enjoyed it. And it wasn't until I got the series again and watched it that I realized how many jokes I actually have stolen from that. Hmm. Not knowing it's from that, but just my sense of humor. But then Malcolm in the Middle is one that I can relate to. And I have watched and, and continue to watch over and over again. So... Although Firefly would be good, too. Oh, no, man. don't choose Firefly. It's one season. It's so good, though. And then, oh, but do I get Serenity? No. I, okay, then I, I'm not going to do it. Because you need that capstone. Yeah. All, right, all right, gentlemen. Is that it? That is it. I That's mean, it. There's, there's more questions, but we're out of time. Oh, okay. That's too bad. I'm really, I'm really digging this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. You, you like talking about yourself? Yeah, that's, I was just going to say. Yeah. Come on, let's, <laughs> let's get real for a second. I think we got through a lot of them, though. Like looking through this list, we, we got through a lot of them. We did. We did got we get through, through all a lot. the secret ones because uh, I was worried the people that sent it to Gmail might not, might be neglected. We did. We did all the ones that. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
All right, then. So, listener, you rock. And we hope you we hope you enjoyed this uh, seriously narcissistic episode <laughs> where we just talk about ourselves yeah. and what we like the whole time. Uh, but really, we wanted you to drive this show, and we wanted this was kind of our way to thank you for all you've done for us in the past past year. Not just the Kate Beckinsale funding, but I mean, just listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Mushy alert! You keep us going. Yeah, and if this inspires raise us up, <laughs> if this inspires another question or anything that just has to be answered, yeah, send it to us. We'll, yeah. st- we'll still answer it for you. And if you guys have show ideas, like we've been inspired up by a few of these questions to actually make them full shows. So, and, and we have taken uh, to jump back uh, to how we pick shows and stuff like that. We have taken your feedback from previous uh, previous suggestions and put that on our list as well. We so have. we have those in in the pipe. We're just trying to figure out the best way, best time, and way to release them. But seriously, thank you, thank you. Yep, thank you. So, he said it. He said it that time. I, I heard did. it. I yeah. did. And I think he actually meant it. I think he may have. <laughs> but if you want to uh, know more about me, you can find me at 786Joel on Twitter, or you can also find me at QuickWits. You can go to their Facebook page, QuickWits Facebook page, to find shows and times, but they perform every Saturday at the Midville Performing Arts Center. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's Kenny or at Kenny3DD. My movie review website is ShowtimeShowdown.com, and you can find me every Friday morning at 8.30 a.m. on KJazz Channel 14. What? That is impressive. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. <laughs> That's all I have to say, guys. That's it's my it. favorite part of the yeah, show. I yeah. love that. And so, from Bacon Cell, we say, happy, 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 happy anniversary. Happy, 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 happy anniversary. Happy, 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 happy anniversary. Happy, 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 happy anniversary. Let's bring it to Barry White. Yeah. Without being dirty... <laughs> That's normally where Kent goes. <sighs> Just want to hold your hand. I'm too scared. Well, because then my my hand that would be awkward there too. Obviously, I'm not picking up on your signals here. Maybe you just were both resistant to me. You're breaking up with me? Why? Why? Is it because I have one arm? Is that why? Yeah. You're such a Can't... sensitive husband, you know. I, I yeah. Am. No one puts Ken in a corner. Full on, I'd like to punch that guy in the face. I'd say she's a woman. Punching women is not nice. No, you're wrong, but okay. Yeah, not wrong. You know who's wrong? You. You're who's wrong. Don't call me daughter. Not fair to. Where, oh, where can my baby be? Even flow. <laughs> Jeremy spoke at last <laughs> The thing, thing is, I like to live a little dangerously, and that uh, street taco eating gives me that little edge of feeling like I'm a bad boy. Have them bury my wedding ring, <laughs> and maybe some shark poop. Uh, Do sharks poop? It's got the stench of done all over it. Uh, that's actually a thing he just says all the time. Uh, hate those guys for like a day. That's plenty. That's way more than I do. One magical year full of fun and merriment and so much money. You're still able to do all that. How yeah. do you do it all, kid? <laughs> I know. Well, and he always finds time to give me foot rubs. Sorry, honey. Not supposed to let other people know. But you can't move. I'm not fighting crime it's... in this, Kent. I'm just wearing it. No. I don't like games I'm not good at. 
because I'm pretty sure John Carter the movie didn't influence anyone except for vomiters in choir classes. I feel a little queasy, honestly. <laughs> Everyone knows me now. Everyone knows I'm the kid that puked. I don't think bull is synonymous for talk. It is. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, Jacob, yeah. anything you want to say? I'm good. Testing, testing. I love you, Ken.